This is the Bright Side Podcast. I am Brittany. Together, let's try to find the brighter side of things that come our way. Now it's time to get the show on the road. Hey guys, and welcome back. We're going to get into part two of kind of my life story, like getting to know me. Um, my history was on part one. And today's is going to be a little bit more about like my work-life balance, motherhood and entrepreneurship, just all of that combined. Because um, it can be a little much. So if you didn't listen to part one, it was mainly my background. Um, I grew up in the middle of Iowa with one sister and a mom and dad. Um, my sister was a few years older than me. So I spent a lot of my life looking up to her and wanting to follow in her footsteps of going to college and doing the thing that most people do. After spending years and years of researching colleges and occupations and all that entails, I actually decided to go the opposite direction and follow my parents' footsteps of entrepreneurship. Um, They've owned a business since as long as I can remember. And I went that direction and I've never looked back. Um, I started my first business when I was 18, um, right after I graduated high school. And it was actually a clothing boutique. And I bought my first camera for that because I was going to start a website and sell clothing online, but I just never did it. And then eventually one day I hopped into taking pictures of people and here I am. Um, In my 27 years of life, a lot has happened. A lot has changed. Um, I've gone through things that a lot of people haven't even gone through by the time they're 30, let alone ever. Um, I got divorced when I had two very little kids and that kind of really changed my view on life um, entirely and just how important it is for me to be a good mom and to put motherhood before anything else. And that's something that has been hard for me to do when I was a full-time mom having my kids every day and needing to also hustle to make ends meet for our family. So jumping into today's episode, um, I'm just going to hop right into it. And we're going to start kind of with building a business, um, how I did that. And so when I started my business, like I said, I was my first business, my clothing boutique, I was 18. And I really had no other responsibilities besides me and myself. And I just threw everything into one pot and I went with it. I really don't have much advice for you if you're just starting out with a business other than research the crap out of whatever um, area of business you're trying to get into. I would Google so many different things about my business, like becoming an LLC. Should you be an entrepreneur or a sole proprietor? I don't know. All those things. There's so many little things. And a lot of things that I didn't know either, like registering your name with the state that you live in. Oh, this just so many legalities of owning a business that I had no idea about. And luckily, all the tax stuff was extremely difficult for me to understand and still is, if we're going to be honest. Um, But I remember all the years of me growing up and watching my parents do it, mainly my mom. Um, So I had a background on it and my mom helped me so much kind of getting on my feet and understanding how to file my tax, like my sales tax, withholding tax and all that. So 
when you're building a business and trying to get into that, you really need to do your research before you just jump on in. Um, because there is a lot that you wouldn't think about. You know, first you're like, okay, I need a name. I need a location. I need a business plan. But there's way more to that than you would think. So do your research on that. Um, and then kind of just think ahead. Like that was one thing that helped me as my parents when I graduated high school and I didn't have a plan yet for what I was going to do. They were trying to help me think of like, okay, if you want to own a business, what kind of business? And I've always loved clothing and had a true passion for fashion, (laughs) passion for fashion. So they're like, okay, let's tone in on this. But we had to think of things that people will always be in demand for. Like clothing, you're always going to need to wear clothing. Like that will never go out of style. You know, some of these businesses that don't last as long are like more like accessories, like trinkety stores. People won't always need those. Those are That's something that's going to eventually, you know, people will get enough of and then they will buy more. But clothing is something that will always be in. People always need clothes. And same thing like with photography is people will always want pictures. It's the thing that's like a lifelong business. Um, so thinking ahead like that really helped me nail down exactly what direction I was going to go. So um, yeah, doing your research, thinking ahead, just building kind of a game plan for yourself. I truthfully never did a business plan. Um, like a lot of websites when I was first starting to look into what I wanted to do were like, all right, let's hone in and do a business plan. I'm like, I don't really want to do that because it's just all in my head. And I've always done better with things in my head than on paper because if I see it on paper, I get overwhelmed and confused and my ADHD brain does not do well with that. So um, I just think there's a lot of things when you do research that are a little excessive. It's a little over the top and something you really truly don't need. And also something that with me, maybe not with you, but I do better when I don't over plan and overthink it. Like I like having a game plan and I like having structure, but I don't like having too much because if I fall short in one area, then I just feel like crap. And I, then I just get completely off my track and want to quit. So having kind of a, like a standard for yourself where you know what fits you That's very important. So like I said, when I started my first businesses, I didn't have kids yet. So I spent a lot of time, any time I had building my business. And even when I started my photography business, I didn't have kids yet. I just got married. Um, I was just getting married. I was engaged at the time. But I got pregnant like the day or two after my wedding with my first kid. So... I also really didn't have a plan in place when she was born because with my boutique, I could bring her and I have brought her every day that I've worked. And with my photography business, I was like, well, when I do weddings, I'll just leave her home like with a babysitter or with grandma, grandpa, whoever. But I just did it. Like I didn't have a set plan in place for once I would introduce children to my life with my businesses because I just, I've always seen my parents do the thing. I've just seen them raise us when we were younger and in school and also run their business. So I just, 
essentially I knew it was possible, so I didn't want to overthink it. And I don't think you could ever set a plan in place like, this is what I'm going to do because kids are extremely unpredictable and you have no idea what to expect until you're in it. So if you are in this process of wanting to maybe start a business or just trying to figure out this plan, if you don't have kids yet or if you're adding multiples, there's really nothing that can prepare you for that moment. Like a lot of my questions that came in off my Instagram when I kind of had um, a question box for podcast ideas and whatever, a lot of messages came in saying they want to know kind of how I balance work life with kids and how I got started with owning a business plus having kids and just essentially adding work plus kids. And there's nothing I can tell you that is like the holy grail of how to do it. Because I have three kids now. My oldest just turned five and I still every day don't exactly know how to do it. And I'm not saying that like I'm underexperienced or anything. But like I said, kids are unpredictable and every single day is a whole different day. Their kids are sometimes a whole new person the next day that they wake up. So there's really nothing that can prepare you. Um, There's no game plan that you can print out and hang on your wall and try to follow because every day introduces new challenges, new wins, new lows, new highs, all this stuff. So it's just trial and error. There's a lot of things that might've worked really well today that aren't going to work well tomorrow. Like a lot of times if my kids are home with me and I get a lot done on nap time one day, the next day, one of the three kids will be up during nap time and nothing will get done. Or sometimes I work late. Usually every night I work late after they go to bed. I work till like two or three in the morning. So some days I'll plan, you know, put my kids to bed at like nine and I'll be like, okay, tonight I'm going to work straight till three o'clock. I got to get stuff done. Of course, that night, since I put that thought in my head, two or three of those kids are going to wake up one after another. One needs water. One needs a snack. One needs to go to the bathroom. You know, something happens every time you set a plan in place. I swear by it. And every time in my experience, I have like a expectation for my day. Like yesterday, I was like, I'm going to record three podcasts. I'm going to get myself ahead. I'm going to get this gallery sent off and then I'm completely caught up. It didn't happen. I recorded those podcasts and none of them saved. So here I am trying again. It's almost comical because it's like God is just laughing. You know, like he's just looking down on me laughing. Like you think you have control over everything. So just loosen up a bit and trust me, put your controlling thoughts and personality in my hands and just let me take over it. And I feel like he tells me that time and time and time again, ever since I started owning a business, it's like he's constantly staring right into my soul and just telling me to stop trying to control so much all the time. But moving forward, I'll kind of talk more about that work-life balance. And um, if you want to be transparent, there is no such thing as work-life balance. There is no 50-50. There is no half of this works, half of this doesn't work, whatever it is. I would say there truly is no work-life balance when you are a mom and a business owner. Uh, It's very hard to find. And like I said, I still struggle with this. And like, it's almost like every day is an experiment of figuring out what works, what doesn't work. 
But truthfully, it all just depends on your kids. Like every single kid is so different. Like my oldest one just turned five and she's been the easiest kid I've ever met in my whole entire life since she was a baby. So with her, I can do anything I normally would do alone, even if she's here, just because she's does her own thing. And she, like, if I tell her for half hour, I need to work, she'll just let me work. My second child is a spitting image of me as a kid. And he will never let me get a single thing done that needs to get done. Even if it's as simple as vacuuming the floors, just because he is a busy body and he needs that one-on-one attention time. And I don't know, it's just a boy. Like he's just a typical boy. But then my youngest, who's one, he's also the easiest thing ever too, because he just sits and plays and plays so well independently. And I never have to worry about him. Like if I need to get something done quickly too, he lets me do it. So, but there's also days if they're not feeling well, where I need to just be completely all in, full attention needs to be there. And honestly, this year, I've been putting way more of myself and who I am and my time and my energy into my family and into my kids. I've definitely noticed like a decrease in bookings and just kind of overall like I've definitely noticed like a decrease in bookings and just interaction with my pages because of this. But truthfully, it doesn't bother me very much. Um, before it would have absolutely rocked my world and killed my groove. But this year I don't feel bad because I know where my time and my attention went and it went to my kids. And this year also I've had a really hard year. Um, I've had two miscarriages this year. I had one in June and one in December. So it's that completely drains a person. And my brain was not thinking about how can I grow my business right now? It was, it was not there. It was how can I allow myself time to grieve and allow myself time to heal physically and emotionally and mentally past this so I can get over it, which you never get over it, number one. But like, how do I just get past this so I can finish up my year? I can take a break from business when I'm done with all my um, tasks that need to be done. But also at the same time, so much of my focus was on how can I still be a good mom to my kids while I'm emotionally wrecked by this. So every ounce of energy that I did have went to them. And during those times, I truthfully had such great clients. Like at the time of those miscarriages where this would kind of interrupt my um, scheduled shoots or even deadlines I had to meet. And I... Some of them I didn't even have to explain why. They just knew. But I had truly great people around those timeframes that were understanding. And that just takes such a load off somebody's shoulders too. But I just, like I said, put so much more time into my family this year. And I I will never tell anybody that that's a bad idea. Because you can never invest too much of yourself or too much of your time or too much of your energy into your own kids and your own family. I never really saw that. Like I've always known it's a priority to put your family first or put your kids first. But not until really this year when my kids got a lot more, I don't know, more mature, like where they can communicate with you more. It never really hit me because 
I think in your head, you always know like, okay, I need to spend more time doing this or I need to lay with him a little bit longer in bed at night or whatever it may be. But this year when I just, there were so many nights where I knew I had to get something done. So I would try to rush through getting ready for bed and I would try to like rush through reading him a book or whatever it is. My daughter, um, she's my oldest. She one night was like, mom, just take a deep breath. (laughs) And she says this all the time. Mom, I know you're frustrated. Just take a deep breath. Because she can tell even when I don't even realize it's obvious. And she was only four at the time telling me that. And I'd look at her like, holy cow, okay. So once she started pointing out to me that she's picking this up and picking up my frustrations and my emotions and stuff, I really took a step back like, okay, wow. I never realized I was bringing that into their lives. I thought it was just a me thing. I thought it was in my head. And even in my relationship um, with my boyfriend and I, and he can tell easily when I've had a bad day or when I'm stressed because he's like, you just seem to relax because you're taking it out on everybody else, even if you don't mean to. And I know I do. And it's something I, another reason why this year I cut back. And I just realized it's just not about the money for me anymore. It's not. And as much as like you need an income, you need to survive, you need put food on the table and clothes on the kids' back. There's ways to do it without spending an arm and a leg and spending 20 hours a day working to do so. Um, If you just take a step back and spend a little bit more time focused on what matters and not the paycheck and not that extra 50 bucks you can make here and there for the week. You really learn a lot about yourself and a lot about perspective. Like recently I've noticed that, especially my three and a half year old boy, he'll blow through a pair of pants, not physically blow through, but um, like wear them out so fast. So I don't want to spend 25 bucks on a pair of Nike sweatpants. I'd rather spend four bucks from a consignment store and not even care if he rips a hole in the knee a day after I buy him. And stuff like that is just so simple. And using like shoes, like hand-me-down shoes, like I'll filter out shoes between my daughter and my son. I'll just buy unisex looking Nikes and then they can share. And then I'm not like spending 75 bucks a pair each on a pair of shoes from that they'll just trash. Like if I'll get one pair, they can share them, switch whatever they want to wear and call it good. So like, honestly, the work-life balance is still a work in progress for me. But on the flip side of it, I've realized it's the most rewarding thing possible if I put the life balance first and the work second. Because I never get these days back with my kids and I never get a chance to relive these little moments that I could be rushing through just to get something done a little bit faster. And one thing I've noticed too, to kind of close this section out is when I do so much in the middle of the night, I just just push myself to my absolute breaking point all the time. But I always think to myself the next day, I'm like, who else was up at two in the morning just sitting there waiting for a response from me or waiting for their gallery back? Because I know 95% of the world is sleeping at that point. Like there was nobody sitting up waiting for me to send that at 1.52 in the morning or whatever it is. So I've just really, now that I've slowed down 
in my busy season, I've really looked at that. Like, what was I doing trying to do so much at the wrong time? Like I could have been putting more effort into myself in my mental health by sleeping. So that way in the morning I wake up energized, recharged. I have more patience with my kids in the morning and I'm in a better mindset and I'm not burnt out during the day when I do need to get things done and when I do need to respond to people that are awake and do need to get things back to people while everybody else is awake. It's almost like you make a checklist in your brain of priorities. Like first comes family, kids, whatever, yourself even. Some people put themselves at the top of the list, which isn't such a bad thing because if you don't pour into your own cup, you can't pour into other people's. So it's like yourself or your kids come first or your family and then the rest of the world comes to follow. And then maybe your house works at the bottom. Like some people, you just have to find what works for you. Because if you don't find what works for you, you will not work for anybody. Because if you're so burnt out that you have nothing left to give, then nobody's going to get anything. So that's kind of a summary of my thoughts on that topic. Like I said, no two people are the same. So it's all different. You just have to figure out what works for you and figure out what's best for everybody, especially with your own family. You know, somebody messaged me on my Instagram and said, can you kind of talk about the struggle of the parenthood? Because it seems like you juggle a lot. And I laughed out loud when I read that because I juggle so much <laughs> between my three kids, the transporting them all over to and from everywhere, plus my businesses, plus I have a studio. And it's just all these things are all over the place. And even like taking care of my own house and the laundry and making sure people have the right size shoes and coats and knowing that the snow is about to fall. Like, do they have snow pants? Do their snow pants, do their snow pants from last year fit? Do their coats fit? Do they have gloves? Do they even have boots? You know, as a mom, we have to think of all these things almost 10 steps ahead of everybody else. So that's kind of <laughs> the juggling part that I don't enjoy. Like every time I put my kids' clothes away, I'm like, well, now I need to go through these because half of these don't even fit. So then I'm stuck with a huge, ginormous pile of clothes that don't even fit. And then I have to think, use my brain power again, that's not even there to think about, okay, what size are they going to be and what size should I buy of clothes because now their closet is nearly empty. So it's just, my brain is thinking 24-7, nonstop. So when I am doing all these tasks all day long, I have wheels turning in every direction. But it's crazy because like once I put my kids to sleep at night, it's like those wheels just slowly stop. And I'm like, why did I allow myself to think so many thoughts all day long and stress myself out so much more than I needed to? When ultimately, they're fine. They have clothes on their back. They have shoes to wear. They have everything that they could possibly need. So I just, that's kind of like a control thing of mine too is like one thing I need to surrender more to God is how can I be more present and not freak out so much more about the little things that don't even matter right now? Like why do I need to always think 10 steps ahead when it doesn't matter at this exact moment? And I think that comes with years of parenthood um, because when my 
daughter was first born and she was my first and only kid, I was so much worse about it. It was 10 times worse. Like that postpartum anxiety really was heavy when she was first born. And I think over the years it's gotten better, but it's something I still struggle with, but not nearly as bad. I think over time you learn a little bit more about yourself and like what's worth worrying about. Like every night I used to go to bed with a spotless house. Like nothing was a mess. There was nothing on the counter, nothing in the sink. The dishwasher was empty, everything. But now it's like, you know what? If the floor is a, the floor is a mess, I'm going to leave it because in the morning they're going to do it all over again. It's just not worth the time. So kind of something I'm even personally working on is figuring out what is worth my time and what's not worth my time and how in the middle of that I can still have that time dedicated to my business and my kids separately because there's just so it's a hard line to keep established to of like what not to cross into each other. I feel like I'm rambling so much. So if this episode sucks, just message me because this one I thought would be better than my other one, but now I'm not sure. <laughs> one thing I have struggled with since, since I've been having more children and not just one or not just two, like now that I'm at three kids, I feel like people take you a lot less seriously as a business owner and being a female business owner, young, especially I was only 18 when I started. I was only 21 when I started my photography business or 20 actually. Just being that young and being a woman and people just treat you like they, they don't know anything at all. Um, and like maybe to the basic eye, it, I was naive and... Maybe I didn't know anything, but I felt confident in what I was doing. But to the outside world, I think people just thought, what the heck is she doing? She's 18. Why is she trying to own a business and trying to stand out when nobody will ever take her seriously? Because there were a lot of times where I felt that way, where I would contact like a newspaper and ask about their advertisement because I wanted to be advertised or whatever. And they'd kind of ask me some details and give me some pricing. And the looks on their faces were like, "Mm, what does she think she's doing? I would say it wasn't harmful to me at all. Like it never really hurt my feelings that people treated me like I knew nothing or like I was totally in the wrong element. But it was so motivating for me because... Like, I just want these people to know I'm serious about this. Like, I'm serious about wanting to own a business and wanting to grow a business and wanting to have this career that was admirable to the outside eye because girls are just never taken seriously as business owners. And that's why I think so many small businesses fall out within that five-year mark is because they just get so discouraged so easily. And I have been discouraged in my years of business, but never to the point of wanting to just back out and be done because people don't take you seriously. It's It takes a toll on myself for sure because it's frustrating that you can't be looked at with respect, but at the same time, it just gives you that motivation to prove people wrong. But having more kids is just... I think people just have this idea in their head that I don't have time for them that I'm not prioritizing the right things. But honestly, you guys, as much as I've talked in this episode about how I've changed my perspective and how I put my kids first this year, my family first, that doesn't take away that the fact that I own a business. 
I'm still a business owner. It's not me saying that I'm putting my business aside because I'm not. I'm still doing it. I'm still putting in 60 plus hours a week on this thing. But in my spare time that I would normally just hustle, I've just learned that my kids matter more. It's not that I don't have time for my business because I'm not putting in it and that effort. It's that like on a snow day, if they're home with me, I'm not looking at that as like, oh crap, I can't work today. I'm looking at it like, wow, I never even planned for this extra time with my kids. Let's see what we can do today. That's fun. And then I'll just try to work during nap time. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like I'm not, I don't know even how to explain it to all of you, but I don't want people to think that like I'm just putting my business on a back burner and not putting the time in and that I'm kind of taking a step back from my business because I'm not like I don't want this episode to make that point seem um to make it seem like that's the point because it's not I've just learned that that relationship with my kids is something I can never get back so it's not that I'm just quitting or I'm just not wanting the bookings whatever I do. I desperately do because this is my job. I own this business. This is my income. That's my full-time job. But my first full-time job is being a mom. And that's something that when I went to talk about this episode, I was so nervous that it would come across in such a wrong way that people are going to assume that I don't care about my business, but that's just not it. Like it's just, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it in the right words, but my priority is in growing my business, of course, because it's my baby. But at the same time, I want my kids to know that I never put my business before them. So to client, <clears throat> so to kind of close this episode out, I want to just talk about some of my favorite things about motherhood. Just even if there's the slightest chance somebody listening to this is on the fence about having kids, I never wanted to be a mom. Fun fact, I have been babysitting since I was eight. I've been a nanny for a few years out of my life. And that was like free birth control for me. I remember when I was a nanny, I had a kindergartner, a preschooler, and a two or a three-year-old. And I would call my mom after I would leave and just talk about my day. And every time I told her, I said, I don't think I could ever have kids. Like there's nothing about my day that makes me think I can't wait for this in my future. (laughs) So when I got pregnant with my daughter unplanned right after my wedding, I spent a long time angry at God, like six or seven months of my pregnancy. I was so angry. I didn't want to be a mom. I didn't want my identity to change. I finally was like in the best shape of my life for my wedding. I was fit. I was so excited. I just bought new clothes. I was going to plan these vacations to do like new married life stuff, typical but I was just so angry and I was just so scared that my life would be over. I was so scared that I wouldn't be able to successfully run my business and people would be proved right. And they'd be like, Nope, I told her, I knew she couldn't do this. But once I had my daughter, like everything shifted. Like as soon as I had her, I wanted more. I knew this was exactly what I was meant for. I knew that being a mom was exactly what my identity was supposed to be. But not only that, but being a mom, and a business owner and involving my kids in my business. Like that's, as soon as I had her, that's exactly what clicked. I just knew that 
I wanted to give my kids the experience that my parents gave me and incorporating them into my business and showing them that I could do anything, that they can do anything. I don't want my kids to ever think that they can't do something because of obstacles. Like I want them to always know and always trust themselves enough to keep trying and to keep growing and to know that no matter what anybody says or what anybody does in your path of life, that you can come out on top and that you can still prove people wrong. Because there's nothing more discouraging than when you see a kid give up hopes on something just because they feel like they can't do it. So as soon as I became a mom and then I wanted to have my son again, or my son right away, so those two, my first two kids are like 15 months apart. That's kind of when I realized like, I don't want to put my business before my family ever. Like I don't want my kids to ever feel like second place. So when I got divorced, that was in 2021. And that was my busiest year I've ever had in photography. Um, I think it was a mix of like the COVID reschedules. And it was kind of like the first year that I couldn't like blow up per se, um, that people kind of knew who I was. And I don't know, it was just an insane year. But I was so busy that I'd had weddings every single weekend almost and double header weddings. And my kids went to my parents' house almost every single weekend. And I remember the emotional toll that I had on myself when I was so upset knowing that I didn't see my kids all weekend. And it was because I was working. And I mean, there's people, you guys, that work every single day. You know, they work eight to five every single day. Like my boyfriend, he works from like 4 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. So it's, I'm not saying that like, oh my gosh, I had to work two days or I was gone two days a week. That's not what I'm saying. It was because I'm working seven days a week, but just being gone those two days, two full days where I knew my kids wanted me and they were at my mom's. So they were being cared for. They were being loved, cuddled, spoiled, all the things. I just felt so guilty. I'm like, why am I putting my business before them? But at the same time, I just became a single mom full time. So I needed to hustle. So that whole year, I just told myself, just get through this year. Just get through this year and things will calm down and you can reprioritize. I just knew that that one year and I just had to push it a little bit. But that was the last year I've done that to myself because it was just... I don't think it was really hard on them because they were only two and one at the time, but it was hard on me. And that's enough for me to want to be able to change it. But kind of honing back on like my favorite things about motherhood is, I don't know if it's anything specifically between like the kids and I, because I love all of that and I could never put my finger on one thing. But I think it's the relationship of myself with each kid, how each kid is so different and how each kid has so many different traits and um, pieces of me in them that I get to see and I get to like visualize from an outside perspective. Like my daughter is so much like me, but at the same time, there's so many things that she gets from me that I've never seen in myself until I saw it in her. And like my son and I, my middle son, him and I are the same exact person to a T, ADHD and all. And then my third son is just like this little gentle giant because he's ginormous. 
but just so calm and oh, I, I don't know. It's just so weird. But I would say it's my favorite thing about motherhood. Just that connection you get to make with each of your kids, how they're so different, but so similar at the same exact time. Yeah. But if you're on the fence about having kids, definitely have the kid because <laughs> I I am so thankful that God gave me these kids. And especially after experiencing the two miscarriages that I've had this year, it just makes me 10 times more thankful. You know, I'm so thankful for their lives and their health and them. Like when they're all piled on my lap and I'm so ungodly uncomfortable and I have to get up and pee, but I can't because I have three huge bodies on me. I'm actually thankful in those moments and I have to sit and reflect like, it's insane that I never wanted this. Like, why did I never want to be a mom? But owning a business as you raise a family is one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. And I'll never forget how when I was little, my parents never missed a game, never forgot to bring me to my doctor appointments. They were always there middle of the day, no matter what. If I got sick in school, they'd pick me up. Um, and that's one thing I am looking forward to for like to be able to provide for my kids too, is just that freedom of knowing no matter what day, no matter what time of day, mom will be there. Mom will grab me. Mom will help me. But yeah, all in all, um, motherhood plus entrepreneurship and owning a business and all that jazz is both the most rewarding jobs I'll ever have in my whole entire life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you come back for my next episode and enjoy a little interview between my boyfriend and I. And you can get kind of an inside scoop on what it's like to be in a relationship with not only a single mom, but a business owner as well. So thanks for listening today and I hope you come back for more. Thank you for tuning in to the Bright Side Podcast. We would love it and appreciate it so much if you could subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out on our Instagram at brighton underscore co and on our website, brightonco.com.